Hello, football fans. Welcome to an AMC West preview on the Big D podcast. Before I bring in Alex to talk about everything Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where you can see all my videos. Plenty of football, football, golf, baseball, NASCAR, soccer, whatever you want. Also, check out the uh, Big Deep Podcast on Spotify and Apple. So, uh, swimming upstream, as he has done for the first five divisions, is Alex. So, Alex, AFC West, you know what that means. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, and... Quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, AFC West, I mean, you can call it AFC West, you can call it AFC Best. I mean, it is definitely going to be one of the most competitive divisions this season. Uh, obviously, uh, these teams have had massive off-seasons, um, high, high, high-profile uh, players coming into this division. A couple of them leaving the division as well, but uh, it's going to be an exciting one to talk about, that's for sure. Yeah, so uh, when you think of kings of the division, Patton Holmes, can Andy Reid, the Kansas City Chiefs come to mind because this has been the Kansas City Chief division. But uh, talk about guys leaving. The Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill to a team I'm not sure of. I I can't. I don't remember where he cheated. Uh, hey, you know, three or five, baby. So, um, hey. Where do Mahomes and Andy Reid rank in the coach quarterback rankings? I mean, you're talking currently? Yes. You got to put, I mean, as far as coach quarterback combinations go, if they're not one, they're two, but I don't even think they're two. I mean, we've seen what Patrick Mahomes has been able to do since his rookie year in 2017. Uh, it's it's been one of the most electrifying performances consistently from the quarterback position that we've seen in a long time. Uh, a lot of times on the show, we talk about kind of the new era, new age uh, quarterback in the NFL in today's NFL. And Patrick Mahomes is everything you're looking for in a quarterback in today's NFL. He's mobile. He's creative. He can make plays happen that that seem like there's nothing uh, left to happen in a play. Man's got an absolute cannon of an arm. I mean, no wonder Tyreek Hill has been such a success when you got a quarterback who can throw it 80 yards down the field. However, that will not be necessary this season, but I digress. Uh, you know, and then Andy Reid. I mean, there's there's only so there's not enough you can say about Andy Reid. What he's done in Kansas City uh, has been nothing short of expectations when it comes to Andy Reid. Obviously, he had a successful career in Philadelphia. I mean, there's there's plenty of quarterback coach uh, coaching star duos in this league, but I, I think I think Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid stack up to the best of them. Do you believe the Chiefs will ultimately miss Cheater? Because we saw we've seen games where Tyreek Hill could have three catches for thirty yards or three catches for three hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to miss Tyreek Hill. He's top three, top five at the position in the NFL. Um, obviously, the chemistry between Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek was off the charts. I mean, it's been one of the deadliest quarterback receiver du uh, duos we've seen in the NFL in the last at least five or so years. So, I mean, yes, the Chiefs are going to miss Tyreek Hill. 
Is Tyreek Hill leaving immediately put the Kansas City Chiefs into the cellar of the AFC? Absolutely not. Um, as we've said, Pat, with that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid combination, I mean, it takes more than losing one great player uh, to really de- dethrone and dismantle a, uh, an organization that's built as successfully as the Kansas City Chiefs is right now. But yes, of course, they're going to miss him. I mean, he's a, he's, an, he's a walking highlight reel or a running highlight reel, I guess you, sh- you should say. And um, there's always going to be that big play potential that might not be there anymore in Kansas City. But uh, with Patrick Mahomes under center, Andy Reid uh, at the head coaching spot, you, you know the Kansas City Chiefs are going to make some plays this year. And hey, when Juju Smith-Susha catches a touchdown, he'll get two more TikTok followers. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, it's funny, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think Juju is going to slot right, slot really nicely into this offense. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes loves throwing to his, his slot guys. I'm pretty sure he was the number one uh, quarterback in the NFL last season when it came to throwing to a slot receiver. So I think Juju's going to eat in this offense. He's definitely someone I'm eyeing in fantasy drafts in this upcoming season if you can get him at the right price. And um, I think I think he's going to be a really nice addition uh, to kind of fill. Obviously, he's not quite the same exact player as Tyreek Hill. There really isn't another Tyreek Hill out there. But um, I think he's going to be a nice little addition to that offense. And that Travis Kelsey guy is still pretty decent. Yeah, not too shabby. You know, having best tight end in the league on your team doesn't hurt your case either. But, um, you know, obviously, we know what we've got in the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be a little bit of a different team coming up this season. But uh, for the most part, we know what we're talking about when we come there. Let's move on to a team who uh, – Brought it, uh, instead of losing a star wide receiver, uh, uh, made the uh, addition of a star wide receiver to this team, the LA Raiders, as John you mean Madden. Las Vegas, you mean Las Vegas? Oh, yeah, ah, I screwed that up. Sorry, John Madden, rest in peace. But um, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, what do you see from this season? Obviously, Devontae Adams is, gonna, is uh, the major upgrade uh, in Las Vegas, uh, reunited with his college teammate and Derek Carr. I mean, can they can they can they contend with these uh, new superstar teams in the AFC West? One, Derek Carr is the top ten quarterback, and I think we're going to see it this year because Derek Carr's led and uh, led a Raider team, whether it be in Oakland or now Vegas, that put it mildly didn't really excite me, didn't put a lot. But the last couple of years, Las Vegas become the Maybe not just the NFL, but maybe the sports destination. Allegiant Stadium's a difficult place to play. It's never going to replicate the black hole, but it's not that bad. Secondly, I think Devontae Adams will struggle a little bit this year because I think we would both say that Aaron Rodgers is a significantly better quarterback than Derek Hall. Absolutely. And despite what Cole and Adams did the last season in Fresno and at Fresno State 2013, where they put up what uh, 20 touchdowns, I, I don't think Devontae Adams will be the number one receiver. Will be the number one receiver he's been the past four or five years. I think Devontae Adams will be good, but I'm not sure Devontae Adams will be quite what he's been particularly with the Vegas having Conan Renfro and Dan Wall on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I'm very happy you just brought up Hunter Renfro. I was getting there, too. So, uh, obviously, uh, you're saying a little bit of a, of a 
downslope from production from Devontae Adams potentially this season. But, you know, Hunter Renfro is a guy that obviously with the Devontae Adams news, I think has kind of slipped a little bit under the radar in, in the NFL circles. Now with, I mean, we just talked about Tyreek coming to Miami with uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle as a really nice wide receiver duo down there in Miami. Where do you see Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro land in the uh, NFL wide receiver, right? Wide receiver duo conversation. Uh, ooh, that's an interesting one. I think they they're probably in the top five. I think they're probably in the top five. I think if healthy, Evans and Godwin, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, maybe Jamal Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, I'm not going to leave your Dolphins out of it because your Miami Dolphins could create a pretty good four by hundred meter squad. But I think you. But I think the Raiders have got two excellent wide receivers, and you put in a tight end. They've got three pass catchers. I don't want to finish. Yeah, absolutely You're right about that. And uh, one last quick question about you before you about the Raiders. Uh, considering the Raiders are one of uh, two NFL teams we've actually so far seen on the gridiron this season uh, in that Hall of Fame game uh, against your Jacksonville Jaguars, I just it was something that really caught my eye, and I know a lot of people's eyes who uh, who did tune into that game. What do you think about Josh Jacobs playing two preseason, uh, two extra bonus preseason game uh, series in uh, against Jacksonville? Do you do you, do you think? Is Josh Jacobs potentially uh, one of those surprise roster bubble guys that, you know, we always hear about as, as training camp gets uh, gets on? Or do you think he, they're just trying to get him some extra looks? What, what, do you take anything from that? Or do you think it's a little bit uh, of uh, added uh, just media conversation? I actually do take something into it because this staff did not draft Josh Jacobs. They didn't offer give, give him the fifth-year contract. And Las Vegas drafted Samir White. So if you ask me, I want more of Zemir White on my teams. I've never drafted Josh Jacobs on any of my teams. Right. I've drafted 14 best ball teams. And guess <laughs> how many Josh Jacobs is on? Big goose egg. Zippity doo-dah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm with you there. I mean, I remember even last season going into fantasy, I was I was starting one of my late round sleeper guys was Kenyon Drake, just because of the fact that I didn't trust Josh Jacobs. And, you know, with Kenyon Drake's pass catching ability also being a little bit of a uh, little bit of a homer biasness uh, for the former Miami Miracle star himself, uh, you know, but uh just saying, I mean, they, they brought in Amir Abdullah, they brought in Brandon Bolden, they obviously drafted Zamir White. It's getting to be a little bit of a crowded backfield in, in uh, Las Vegas over there. And I'm not sure, uh, you know, with Josh Jacobs, it's it's been a bit of uh, an unfortunate, consistent inconsistency from him. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, the looks he gets in the last couple of preseason games and uh, if there may potentially be uh, a bit of a drop in usage or even maybe a surprise move that we don't expect necessarily coming out of uh, Raiders off or, or preseason moves. But by the way, Adams caught 24 passes in 2013. How about 38 in two years at Fresno State? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best receivers we've seen in the past, in the, in the past uh, you know, recent history of the NFL the very least so it's no surprise there i'm very excited to see what him and Derek carr uh as well as darren waller and hunter renfro can bring for that la uh, lv raiders offense this season so uh, you mentioned uh 
So we mentioned Chiefs and Raiders. How about the Chargers? Because one, the Chargers have got the best uniforms in professional football. Mm-hmm. Those baby powder, those powder blue uniforms are the goat of uniforms. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, a little bit of bias, but you you really can't hate the powder blues. I mean, they're, they're one of the cleanest looks in, in the NFL. That, and honestly, yes, the powder blues are beautiful, and I love them as much as everyone else, but those those old school Adaley and Tomlinson dark blue with the with the bolts on the shoulder pads. I mean, those are in contention for some of the nicest uniforms in NFL history, too. So the Chargers, at the very least, if they're not making it to Super Bowls, they're uh, doing pretty good in the uh, in the cosmetics department of the NFL. Well, uh, how about talked about Mahomes and call? How about Justin Herbert? Because uh, I, I can't get I can I want to see all of Justin Herbert this year. I want to see every snap. I don't care if he's handing the ball to Austin Eckler. Yeah, I mean, it's this division is so much fun. There's so much to talk about. I mean, we've got – so we go from Patrick Mahomes, who obviously has been the face of the NFL, at least of the quarterback position, uh, pretty much since he uh, was drafted. Then we've got Derek Carr, a long, long-time stalwart of the NFL. You know, I think – a an underrated guy who uh, is a better quarterback than some people give him credit for. And now you've got the young stud. I mean, Justin Herbert is dynasty fantasy football player gold. He is uh, one of the youngest guns gunslingers that have, have been coming up to the scene and exploding the scene. So obviously, yes, it's going to be very exciting for chargers fans coming into this season. Um, you know, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams leading the receiver corps. Austin Eckler is one of the most dynamic running backs in the NFL. There's so much fun to watch on this on this LA Chargers offense. But even on the flip side of the ball, I mean, making great uh, offseason acquisitions, bringing in uh, Khalil Mack, obviously, is, is the big name. J.C. Jackson is a big name. Even Kyle Van Noy can get some leadership and uh, experience on that linebacker core. I mean, they locked it. They loaded in on the defense. They've already got the young studs um, and just absolute playmakers on offense. I mean, it is, it is an exciting time to be a Chargers fan. And the only bad thing about being a Chargers fan right now is that you're in this division with all these uh, uh, ridiculous other teams, but uh, you've got to be excited going into another year of Justin Herbert. Obviously the season did not go necessarily the way, uh, you expected last uh, last season, but uh, it's it's a new season and they are ready to uh, make that playoff push. I mean, how how the Chargers missed the playoffs last year is beyond me. But we've seen teams like not get over the hump. I mean, the Bengals couldn't win a playoff game for thirty one years and came within two minutes of winning the Super Bowl. Right. Or the Chargers potentially that one cursed team that can't win the big game and maybe this year is the chance for LA to reach another pedestal yeah I mean obviously they have the potential they've made the defensive moves they've really loaded up on that defense the offense is what it is and we know what we know that it's going to be solid but I mean first off you got to make the playoffs first because we can't we're, we can't be talking about Super Bowls we can't be talking about coming out of the AFC before you make to the playoffs because Justin Herbert I mean, yes, he has sh- – I, I don't even want to say shown signs because it's been more than that. He, he, We know he's going to be a good – already is good, successful, dominant quarterback in the NFL. But it just comes down to winning the football games that matters, getting that playoff run, and, uh, you know, obviously then getting to the Super Bowl and looking to uh, to get that 
that Lombardi trophy back over to the LA chart or over to the LA chargers, I should say. But, um, you know, for, you got to take things step at a time, you know, you've got a good team, but in this division and this conference, this season, you cannot take any games lightly. Yes. You guys have a great roster, but there's six, seven, eight other teams in the AFC with a great roster who are all looking for those same playoff spots. So I have all the faith in the world in the chargers this season, but at the end of the day, I thought that they were going to make the playoffs last year and somehow they didn't either. So first step is you got to make sure you lock in that playoff spot. Hopefully you go on and win the AFC East if you're the Chargers. But um, you definitely got to get in the playoffs and then let Justin Herbert uh, take over uh, and uh, try and make that run. I don't know if the Chargers win the AFC East. Did I say East? Yeah. AFC West. Sorry about that. But the point still stands. Yes. And then uh, I don't know any, any other any other Chargers points you want to talk on. I mean, I feel like we pretty much know about what's going on there. It's just you know it's all it's nothing but uh, high hopes and expectations for the Chargers. I mean, it's it's this is the season. I mean, looking at that roster, there is no excuse not to make the playoffs, and there's no excuse really to be to me be making that push in the AFC. Let's just say, Brandon Staley, if the Chargers don't make the playoffs this year, Brandon Staley might be looking for his next game. Absolutely. But, you know, we've talked about three teams in the AFC West. We've got to move on to the fourth. And, you know, we've been talking a little bit about some uh, pretty good quarterbacks in this division. Why not keep it going? And we also have been talking about new acquisitions in this division. So let's keep it going. Russell Wilson, obviously, has been one of the biggest moves uh, and storyline trades this offseason. I mean, it's really as simple as this. How do you see Russell Wilson fitting in in this Denver offense? I mean, it's it's going to be weird seeing him in in, in uh, anything other than Seattle uh, colors. But uh, what do you what do you see out of Russ this year? I believe Russell Wilson is on could be on his most talented team. Even those great Legion of Boom teams. I think this Bronco team has got all the capabilities of reaching the Super Bowl and heck winning the Super Bowl. Because what do the Broncos have? You want to throw the ball 45 times a game? You've got a whole thing quarterback. Run the ball, two good running backs. Pass rushers, corners, safeties. The Broncos have everything that you need to win in today's NFL. I mean, you nailed it. You're absolutely right. And and honestly, when – and this is and the hardest thing, and I know we're going to be getting to this in a second. I think I might actually even kind of merge this conversation. But when you eventually we're going to be sitting here on this show talking about who we see winning this division. And at the end of the day, with all four of these teams as locked and as loaded as they are going into this season, the only thing that I can really look at when it comes to pre- pre- predicting this, um, this AFC West division is you have to think about injuries. Obviously, injuries are always going to be happening in the NFL. There's always going to be teams who get uh, riddled with it uh, more than most. Obviously, the Ravens went through the gauntlet last season. The Chargers, unfortunately for them, have been uh, a team who has picked up countless offseason or preseason injuries as well. So I think uh, staying healthy is going to be one of the, uh, probably the biggest factor this upcoming season when it comes to these four teams. But another thing, too, is that their schedule. I mean, honest, when, when I'm looking at these four teams, like when we were prepping, when I was prepping for this episode to talk about it, I knew you were going to ask me who, who do I have to win this division? And really it's such a toss up for me. 
Now I look at, and we're talking about the Denver Broncos. When I look at the Denver Broncos, they finished fourth in the, in the division last season. That just means by statistics and by the way the NFL schedule is made, they are going to have an easier schedule than all three other teams in this division. Is that enough of an, of an edge to Denver to, to give them the opportunity to take this division? I mean, when I look at these four teams, I see, I see a division completely up for grabs. So why not have the team with the easiest schedule go on and, 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 win, and take this division if it's really that close, which I really do think it is. And also, I mean, the divisions that the, that, that the AFC West is playing this year, unfortunately, Dylan, I'm sorry, but the AFC South, which is one of the weakest divisions in the NFL, and the NFC West, who rookie quarterback in Trey Lance, obviously no more Russell Wilson in Seattle. You know, it, it, I mean, you got the Super Bowl champions in the Rams, but there is potential for a lot of, you know, big runs that these teams can go on. So, I mean, it's so, I, I'm just, I know I, I'm rambling a little bit, but I, I mean, I knew you were going to ask me who I have won in this division. And those are really the two only factors that are, that are swaying me in this conversation. I've got a question. Is Russell Wilson, the Matthew Stafford of this, of last year, or the Tom Brady of two years ago, veteran quarterback moving teams and potentially winning a title or contending for a title? I would I would compare him a little bit closer to um, to Matthew Stafford than Tom Brady, just because I mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were really a quarterback away. I mean the L.A. Rams kind of built their team as they were building Matthew Stafford, whereas you know when Tom Brady came to the Bucks, they had a loaded roster. They had Chris Godwin, they had uh, Mike Evans. Obviously, Gronk coming in with Brady definitely helped. But I mean, when I look at those Rams team, I mean, they traded all those first round picks. They brought in Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup emerged, Daryl Henderson even emerged for a little bit to get that rush, running game moving for a little bit there. It just seems I, I see Russell Wilson coming into this team with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton uh, and obviously Javante Williams is one of the best young running backs in the NFL. Melvin Gordon, who's been a, a stud running back in, for, for the Broncos for the last couple of years. I see, I just see Russell Wilson coming in into a bit of a more subtle team where it's not necessarily going all, all out and, um, or, or where it's, where it's more of a, of, of a kind of building to win now, but. Sounds like Tampa two years ago when they needed Brady, everybody's wondering what the Broncos would do with a quarterback. Well, they got one. Yeah, Exactly. So it's it's definitely I you know I mean I've always been a big Russell Wilson fan I love the, I love his style of play I love I love his off the field you know persona personality and everything like that but you know when it, when it comes to when it comes to being on the field and being on the gridiron when it comes to this NFL season I mean he's going to be staring Derek uh, Derek Carr Patrick Mahomes and the quarterback who is now completely slipping my mind the AFC Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Right in the eyes. And I mean, it's it's a mono mono doggy dog world, doggy dog league and a doggy dog division in the AFC West this year. I just, you know, sorry, got to transition a little bit. You know, I mean, we've been talking about these divisions. We've been talking about these quarterbacks and I'm sitting here thinking, I want to know in one word, Dylan, is this the best quarterback division ever? Absolutely. Wow. I mean, there's your one word. I mean, it, it, I, you don't really have to sum it up any more detail than that. 
you've got four of the top ten quarterbacks in football. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think back to a division that like even is in the same conversation, and I'm having trouble bringing anything up. Honestly. I've got a fun trivia question for you. You might be able – I think you might be able to get this one. All right. It's uh, – think back to the 2008 AFC wildcard game between the Indianapolis Colts and the then San Diego Chargers. Okay. Which Chargers player wrapped up 328 all-purpose yards in San Diego's 23-17 overtime victory over the Colts. Chargers-Colts overtime victory. What was the yardage? 328 all-purpose yards. 328 all-purpose. And what was the year again? It was 2008 AFC wildcard. There's two names that initially pop in my head. And LT is not one of them. LT was one of the two names that popped in my head, but I didn't think it would be that easy. 2008, I'm just trying to get my timeline right. I'll tell you the other name that popped in my head, but all-purpose yards kind of threw me off. I'm not sure if he was really running the ball much, and I don't think he had this many yards receiving. Uh, the first name that popped in my head was Vincent Jackson, but I don't no. know. That that's no. correct. 2008, it wasn't LT. I'm trying to think. Oh, I think I know it. Would it be Darren Sproles? You are the winner. All right. All purpose yards, yeah, it has to be some kind of dual threat running back. And, and I mean, Darren Sproles was that guy. Chargers. I mean, he, he, he did it for a couple other teams, too. I, I know he uh, played for the Eagles for a little bit and did it well there, but Darren Sproles, 2008. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. I'm, I'm proud of myself on that one. That was a good question, though. I was thinking, the other one I was thinking of, you uh, I know you wouldn't have gotten the other question. Like, you, we would have been talking five weeks and you wouldn't have gotten it. I mean, you can ask me it, and I will probably just give up right away. Like, you can, you can throw it out there if you want. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not asking that question. But I will ask you, who wins this quarterback lead in the vision? You know, as I was just rambling on about, it's such a tough call. You could I, – I, any – if – at the end of this season, whoever wins this division will not surprise me in the slightest, but I think I have to go with the team. The only thing I can do in this situation is go with the team who I think has the best overall roster, and I'm going to have to go with the LA Chargers. I just think the, the additions they made on defense, bringing in Khalil Mack, bringing in J.C. Jackson, the emergence of Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, I, I just think Austin Eckler – I think the talent on both sides of the ball, Derwin James as well, is just going to be the most loaded roster. And that's really all I can go off of. My only other option would be, honestly, Denver, just because of the strength of the schedule. But I'm going to throw it right back at you, Dylan. Who wins the AFC West this year? The Denver Broncos win the AFC West, and I'm not sure it's close this year. I'm not sure it's close, he says. Yeah. I think the Denver Broncos win this division by a couple games. You had a Hall of Fame quarterback. The Broncos need a whole thing quarterback, but they got one. 
two good wide receivers, two good running backs, great left tackle, pass rushers, secondary, and a great young head coach in the Daniel Hackett. So Russ finally has got a an offensive-minded head coach. Plus, week one, he's going to have he, – he'll try and put up 50 against Pete Carroll. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. And yeah. I think the Chiefs lost so much for Tyree Kill. When you, and, yeah, Patrick Holmes is great, but Tyree Kill takes the cheap offense from here to here. Absolutely. And for some reason, the Chargers find some way to lose one or two games. They've got no business losing. Which will be their game against Miami this year. Don't you always play Miami? Don't, don't the Chargers always play like Miami or Jacksonville? They play one of the Florida teams every year. Yeah. Is it in Miami or LA? I don't I think know. it's I think that's one of the three straight road games because it's San Francisco, LA, Buffalo. Yeah, I think you're right. Miami plays the Chargers on December eleventh. Okay, so that's the middle of the three games. At SoFi Stadium, yep. I can't believe neither one of us picked the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. You know, it's – I mean, it's just – you throw the Chiefs in any other division and you're looking at a, at a possibly a different conversation there. But it's – I mean, like you said, it's the best quarterback division we've ever seen. It's the most loaded division I think we've ever seen. And – I, I mean, the Chiefs have lost more than they've gained this season. So it's it's honestly, I don't think not too shocking of, 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 of a statement that we're making. And then Kansas City ends up in Glendale when the Chiefs start the season. Glendale, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, it's the NFL, man. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to step up when it comes to Sundays. But we could just sit here and talk about it and uh, and and take guesses in the dark about what we think is good. And then have, and then have two more people and they probably say the Raiders and Chiefs win the AFC once. Exactly. So um, thanks for hopping on, Alex. We wish you well. Uh, hopefully the AFC West is better than Manchester United was yesterday because I'm sure you love that game. Yeah, thanks for that, Dylan. I appreciate it. <laughs> God. Well, thank you for having me, Dylan. It's been a pleasure as always. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're almost finishing. We're almost wrapping up with this uh, divisional series. We're getting there. But uh, as always, fins up, baby.